What is up, Nerds Nation? Welcome to the Epic Nerds Podcast with the most dynamic duel in all of podcasting. I'm Nick Mizio, and sitting across from me is my dude, Mark Moreno. What's up, bro? How we doing? All right, hang in there. I know, right? We've uh, we've been away for a little bit, and uh, I think on our first like official FN episode, we'll kind of discuss like you know some of the plans we have for the upcoming year, and you know some of the fun shit that we're going to get into. But today, I want to focus solely on WandaVision, Marvel Studios' new show on Disney Plus, starring Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff, aka Scarlet Witch, and Paul Bettany as Vision. This will be a spoiler-heavy discussion on the first two episodes, so if you guys have not watched WandaVision yet, please go check it out, and then come back to us for this uh, epic breakdown and some of the hot takes that we got ready for uh, for this. Uh, Do we these, have hot these... takes? I got, I, got some, I got some hot takes, okay, I think. Sure. I, got, I got some hot takes. Boom! Hot take! Uh, so let's um let's get into it, and man, I, you know, I gotta tell you, like, I was really looking forward to this series, but when we kind of got into, you know, we started watching it, and that intro kicked in, dude, yeah. especially, like, your reaction, man. I didn't realize how long we've been away from yeah, the it's, MCU. it's been a while, but it also, <laughs> I didn't realize how much I missed it. Yes. The, just the music, the the whole, everything about it, the dun, 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 yeah. and everything starts flipping, and then we realize that it's a new intro. Right. We got, like, endgame footage in there, which is, like, the first time we've seen it, so I was like, yep. holy shit, it's literally been, like, over almost a year. I think not since Far From Home, right? Like it's been since far from, from home? I think so. I think that was the last like MCU related Holy thing that we got. Shit. Man, that's crazy. Which is a year and a half ago. Fucking coronavirus, dude. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think it's also a bit of um just us kind of getting spoiled with MCU properties every like twice a year yeah. or just a constant. At, at least, yeah, man. That in a way we kind of got used to it. Yeah. So my brain was almost programmed to hear like every X amount of months. Mm-hmm. And then so then when I heard it again, it just instantly like clicked. Yes. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I forgot how much I missed this intro. <laughs> But yeah, and then like just just with this, like Wandavision seems like it's something that the MCU has never really like done before. It was it just felt very fresh, like watching the previews for it and stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, with these first two episodes, we kind of basically got like like what I like what I expected and kind of what I wanted. So it's kind of really hard to kind of describe like what the premise of this show is. But basically, it's about Wanda and Vision, and they're in disguise trying to live normal lives. But it's of the backdrop of like a sitcom. And in mm-hmm. this first episode, it's the 1950s. And, you know, it's kind of like in the vein of like Dick Van Dyke or the Honeymooners. So it has that kind of like style to it. And uh, in this first episode, it kind of follows Wanda and Vision as they are, uh, I guess, throwing like a dinner party for Vision's boss, Mr. Mm-hmm. Hart and Mrs. Hart. Yeah. So we kind of get like Kitty all like these. The show. Yes, that's right. And that was one of my one of my things, you know, like she's she's no stranger to sitcoms. You I know, love uh, what's her name? Uh, her Hulk, name uh, is well, I had this written down. Uh, Deborah Joe Rupp. Deborah Joe Rupp. Yeah, yes. I love her. She's yeah, yeah. Kitty Foreman. Yeah, yeah. From, from that 70s show. So it was awesome seeing her in this. But but yeah. And then, you know, it's this is typical. It's like a typical sitcom. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that has the whole as everything plays out, how they do. You know, um, each like the, uh, the special effects. So well, speak. I want to ask you: Do you think it's it's mainly practical, or is that like? I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah I do think um, they probably tried as hard as they could to maybe get away with some of the practicality of it. Right, right. Because um, as far as we're concerned, it was filmed in front of a studio audience. Yes. So I'm sure there were like the cuts here and there to like Pro- kind of probably yeah, yeah you know yeah, like yeah. when she maybe when she changes outfits and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that was probably easily done. Like you know, you just have your um pretty much your your time your like uh what's it called. Your standing position. Whatever. Oh yes, where they kind of have like an X marked on the ground. Yeah, and then and she stands there. So when they do like the hard cut, and she does yeah, like the snap, pretty much. She's basically in that same. So I do yeah. think there was like a little bit of both. Um, I don't think they had the technology back in the day to CG out strings. Right. So, right. Yeah. So I'm well, sure it was like a little bit of both, but mostly practical. Yeah, because when Wanda's, you know, when we open up in that in that kitchen and Wanda's kind of like cleaning the dishes and moving things around, like that all feels like it's actually there. It yeah. Could, it couldn't be. You know, it could just be CG, but it, it looks like it's practical. I think it is there, like you said, with like maybe like strings and yeah, shit, yeah, but yeah. then they like CG out the strings. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
so which is yeah. weird. Now that I think about it, why didn't they just keep it to give it more of that sense? I don't know. Well, mm-hmm. the, like e- even when we get like the uh, like the intro to this this episode, and it's done in you know the classic opening credits of like a 1950s sitcom, mm-hmm. and you see like Vision kind of like you know going through things, but it's like faded. Yeah. So it's not as like you know polished and clean. So I feel like that they tried to mimic as much of what. Like something like True. Bewitched would have done, or I Dream a Genie. You know what I mean with this, with like some of their, you know, at Just the like time special keep effects. It, um, like you know, keep it up to date, but still kind of keep that spirit, which they did really well. Right? Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, so like I said, this this episode kind of plays out in the classic sitcom sense. You know, you have Wanda and Vision struggling to throw this dinner party to try to impress Vision's boss, Mr. Hart. Uh, and then, you know, there's just her trying to, you know, make dinner, and there's all these different things that go on. Uh, but then we kind of first come upon like our first... Uh, kind of, uh, I, I guess I'll call it weird shit that happens in, mm-hmm. in these two episodes. And it's when, you know, they're both kind of getting grilled on their backstory. Like, where, you know, where'd you come from? Why don't you have kids? When were you married? And they and they can't answer. And then Mr. Hart starts choking on, like, his food. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, like, it's almost like this illusion hits a glitch and things start to break. And, like, know? the camera work. And, like, the camera, the camera work, work and everything. Very, yeah. like, very personal, very up in their face. And, like, it really it sets, like, this sort of, like, tone. Yeah, and Mrs. Hart starts repeating on. the same line over yeah, and over again. You definitely get a sense of, like, okay, what, like, something's happening. Yeah, like, yeah, what's going like, on here? Yeah, yeah. But yes, before we kind of get into all that stuff, I just want to um, talk a little bit. I was pretty much smiling throughout this whole episode. Yeah, that whole like I don't know, it was just like it was like it was just very like nice to see. It was something fresh. Like we said, it was something new. Um, I love the comedy of it. Yes, like when they're talking on the phone and Vision clearly is talking about the dinner. She's talking about the anniversary. Right. So like the little like mix mismatch and stuff. Um, when she greets the like the um, the Sokovian way of greeting, oh someone. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the the whole comedy and the writing of it was very um, was very um, I guess authentic, right? Authentic, yeah. very new, very original, very fresh, and it was just like we said, it, we can't stress this enough. It's a uh, a deviation from what we've kind of seen so far in the MCU, right? Um, so everything about it, I just I just found it really refreshing and new and and enjoyable and entertaining. Um, but as far as you know, once we kind of get into that sort of like weird moment it's very like uh it's very subtle mm-hmm. it, like there's no real explanation as to what's going on i felt like the first episode was just kind of there to kind of give us an idea of um it, it felt more like like just a, a, an episode in itself not so much like yeah in, like, ter- in terms of like the larger story yeah you really don't there was, get really, there was that. really yeah. nothing there and that's fine i'm not i don't need everything right away right but uh but just that little bit that we got just pretty much even though we already knew some shit was going on, that kind of like literally kind of set the tone for like, okay, there's some real kind of like dark things at play going on. Right. Well, I think you also brought up a good point too. You said like this is probably why they decided to premiere two episodes mm-hmm. on the same day because that first episode, like I feel like for most like casual fans, if you watch that, it might it might be a turnoff. You know what I yeah, mean? Because because sure. this is very much like exactly to a T a, a sitcom episode and people always want answers yeah, they always, always want answers right away no one wants to wait no yeah. one has patience yeah, yeah. idiot useless fucking people I know I know but uh but yeah so um you know as this dinner party is happening and we get this whole thing with Mr. Hardy he's choking and like I said it's almost like a glitch as to what's going on uh then you know Wanda kind of cues Vision to help him and as soon as Vision helps him it's like everything reverts back and they're like, all right, we'll see you later. You know, yeah. thank you for the dinner. And then as they leave, then, you know, we kind of get, you know, a little bit of back and forth between Wanda and Vision. You know, she makes them uh, wedding rings, you know, declares that today will be like their official anniversary. And then it ends. And then as we're panning out of the end credits, we see we're kind of in some sort of either control room or surveillance van or something. And somebody's actually watching. Very modern day. This happened. It's, it's very modern right day. Now. And I think the, um, the aspect ratio goes back to wide. 
as oh, this that's is happening. I'm glad you brought that up. I love the aspect ratio. Yes, yeah. yeah. As I'm watching that, I'm like, I'm more pumped for like Zack Snyder's Justice League now because that's the aspect ratio. <laughs> that's the aspect that ratio we're, we're getting. Yes, get, yeah. yes. But uh, but I love the aspect ratio. That was really cool. Right, and then we see, uh, so like I said, as we're in this control room, we see Sword, like the symbol for the, for the, the, organi- logo. the organization, right, right. Sword. And like, what is Sword, Martin? Sword is um. It's kind of it was introduced in I believe in the mid two thousands uh, by Joss Whedon. That's okay. something that, that I didn't originally know. When I looked back into it, I found that out. Oh, so he created it. He created yeah. Oh. Um, it was essentially a subdivision of Shield. Mm-hmm. So they have um, I guess they they started off. Now trust me, I'm no expert in this. Um, I just have some sort of general idea from like reading comics and whatnot. But they were they started off in the X Men. Um, that's where they were introduced, and they pretty much, like I said, a subdivision of Shield, and they were kind of good guys in the way in in the beginning. Okay. They um they assisted the X Men with a bunch of shit, but I know that in later iterations and in some of like the cartoons as well, they've also played like a, an evil role in oh. regards with like scrolls. Um, they do have some times with Kang. Okay. We know we're gonna get Kang in, in Ant Man, so right, and then obviously we're getting Secret Invasion as well. Right. So they do have tie-ins with the uh, scrolls and with the Kree and with Kang. So. Uh, we don't know exactly if they are what sort of role they're playing here. Yeah. Um, we do have our assumptions, so we're probably going to get into it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's um, it's a new organization as as far as like as as we know, Shield has already collapsed. Right. So uh, and they did make I guess I'll, maybe I'll say this for the next one, but there there is some there is some sort of um, evidence or Easter eggs in a way that kind of lend to believe that maybe if they are good. There could be some bad people in there, like you know, yes. left, some leftover maybe Hydra or, right, or right, something right. going on. So yeah, uh, yeah, and I think once we get into like the second episode, that's kind of when like stuff really starts to not in terms of like you don't really get answers, but more assumptions can be yeah. made as to what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for for this episode, uh, the one big standout for me was Catherine Hahn, who I plays mean, yes. who plays the next door neighbor, uh, Ang. Is it? Is I mean, it Agnes, Agnes. Agnes. Yeah, yeah. Agnes. She plays the next door neighbor, and she fits into a to the 1950s sitcom so fucking good i love Catherine. Hunt. she's great um, to me have you seen bad moms uh i've seen bad moms yes no okay. i didn't see the sequel okay yeah they're both they're both um the first one i like a lot more than the sequel but um, i do like the first one yeah. but I, this felt to me like a 50s version of bad moms okay <laughs> bottom line is i have to live my life one quarter mile at a time is that from yeah, fast and furious yeah Fuck Vin Diesel when he was in town doing Furious Six. You fucked Vin Diesel. Yeah. Vincent Diesel. It might not have been actually Vin Diesel, but I definitely fucked a bald guy. Salute. But yeah, she was great, and she was probably my standout as well. Um, and she obviously has like, I guess she's gonna be a, a, a regular in it. A lot of, I think a few are going to be. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple characters we meet in in this episode. And I think the next one that are considered right. regulars. Yeah. So I guess we'll get into that afterwards. Yeah. Well, ac- actually, I mean, like, I feel like we can do this now. So there's kind of speculation as to who the main villain is of this show, and uh, there's people out there that believe it's Catherine Hahn, and one of the characters that they think she's playing is Agatha Harkness, mm-hmm. which Agatha, Agnes, kind of kind of makes sense. Um, Agatha Harkness is a witch who, in the comics, she is uh, sometimes a friend or a foe to Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. But I would assume here, probably going to be a villain. And I also like to how uh, how she's dressed. I noticed in that first episode, when comparing her to uh, Wanda, she's normally in like darker clothing. And usually when you get darker clothing, darker complexion, that usually means like that's a villain. Yeah, I mean, so, I don't... I, I know. I'm I just, it's, it's all speculation <laughs> at this point. Uh, but it's that'd be pretty cool. Like if if she is playing the villain, um, you know, I think that'd be pretty awesome. And then obviously, I think we saw in the preview that there's like you know we're gonna be getting a Halloween esque episode coming up, and she's dressed as a witch. Well, yeah, because it seems like everything. It seems like just 
every episode might be a new time period a new decade a new yeah. decade yeah. Yeah, yeah so i'm sure by towards we get towards the end it'll probably be like we're getting closer to modern times i know i can't wait to get to like the 90s sitcom i know yeah that's gonna yeah. be yeah nice. <laughs> well that's when we get the kids i'm sure yes. like yeah, we yeah, have yeah. some like growing pains or some full right. house or like something. roseanne or something like yeah, that yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah um and then the other thing too is is she keeps uh knocking her husband ralph and I wonder if that's sort of a reference to uh, the Honeymooners, because in the Honeymooners, the main character obviously is Ralph Cramden, played by Jackie Gleason, and Catherine Hahn seems to really be channeling um, uh, Audrey Meadows, who plays uh, Alice Cramden on that show, The Honeymooners. So mm-hmm. I just kind of, you know, being, you know, watching a lot of Honeymooners episodes because my parents are huge fans of that show. And you were uh, also like 15 around the time. <laughs> I'm not that old, uh, but it really seems like that she's she's kind of channeling that. So uh, I found that to be pretty cool. And you know, again, man, she's just she's awesome. Yeah, she's she's, she's she's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, we also talked about how uh, I guess this episode was shot in front of a live audience. So mm-hmm. that just kind of adds the authenticity of uh, yeah. Of it's the just whole like thing. it's just more of like why not? We can do it so exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then um, the other thing that I picked up on was the song Yakety Yak. And I don't know if you have ever heard that song before, before this this show. No. But the first the first the first time I ever heard of that song, it was actually a remix from the '80s, and it was in the 1988 uh, comedy Twins. And Arnold Schwarzenegger sings it multiple times throughout that movie. Oh, really? Yes, and it's hysterical. I haven't seen Twins in forever. But, really? Yeah, um... yeah. Oh, it's so good. Take out the papers and the trash, or you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrap that kitchen floor. You ain't gonna rock and roll no more. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. Da, 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 da. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for like the first episode in terms of just different things that that we know. Is there anything you want to touch on before we move on? I know. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I had a blast watching it. We rewatched it again, and I had the. Uh, I definitely liked the pilot more than the second episode. Okay. Um. But uh. But yeah. Over overall, great episode. Great uh pilot for this new series, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, yeah I, w- sure. I would definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And actually, before we jump into the second episode, um. I want to talk about the commercial. The infomercial. The infomercial, yeah, yeah. that we kind of get as, as as actually giving us like a TV break and we get like an infomercial in between. Um, From Stark Industries. Yeah, yeah. So it's the, they're, they're selling a toaster made by Stark Industries and you even get like when the uh, when the toaster turns on, you get the, um, the Iron Man blaster sound. Set the dial and get the taste back into your toast. Which I didn't pick up. Yeah, it's, it's, no. it's, 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 it's pretty cool. And then it's also our first uh, spot of color. Because as the little light is blinking, as it continues to blink, we get it gets redder and redder and redder. That's our first little indication of color in this in the show. And the woman also too that's uh, presenting this toaster is dressed like uh, I Love Lucy. Yeah, and I believe they're the same people who are in the next infomercial too. I think so too. I think yeah. it's the same people going going forward. But the uh, the theory behind these commercials is that because there's also another one that comes up in the second episode is that they uh, kind of represent Wanda's troubled past. Because mm-hmm. with uh, Stark Industries, obviously, you know, going back to Age of Ultron, um, you know, Wanda and um, what's Quicksilver's name? His, his Pietro. Pietro. So, like, both of them, obviously, their origin was that uh, their parents were killed by a Stark Industries bomb mm-hmm. and that they themselves were trapped under, like, the rubble of their home in front of, like, a, an undetonated uh, Stark bomb. Right. Waiting for it to go up. Yeah. Never did. <laughs> Um, and then for the second episode, we get a commercial of a Strucker watch, which is made by Hydra. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in reference to Baron von Strucker, who was, uh, I guess, instrumental in creating, um, you know, Wanda and her brother, giving them like the powers through the yeah. the stone. 
he was like the uh, mad scientist. Yes. The age of miracles. Yes, yes. yes. So uh, so I kind of like that. And I'm curious to see going forward if they keep doing these commercials, like how they're going to, you know, reference Wanda and like her past. And I, I like at this point, like I'm, I'm banking that we're going to see Aaron Taylor Johnson pop up in this at some point. As and then we'll probably of... get some like thing about, um, was it in Laos, the, in Civil War? Oh, with the, the with the whole yeah, with the country, the country yeah, yeah. Laos when uh, when she blows something up. I don't know. We'll, yes. we'll see. But um, but that to me was interesting because it's like we were saying with the whole sword notion. If there were Hydra members in Shield, right, and Shield collapsed, then maybe they could also be teasing the fact that there could be Hydra members in Sword. This is also this is given. Um, this is with the sort of preemptive notion that Sword is um, a, a friend, not a foe. Okay. And they may actually be helping uh, like, Wanda, like Wanda in whatever kind of situation, and whatever the fuck yeah. is going on. Um, and if they are kind of teasing this, and maybe there's some people in there who are, you know, maybe uh, there's still some Hydra leftover agents yes. who maybe still can be possibly pulling strings on behalf of uh, on whoever the main villain is. Right. You right. Know? So, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess. Do you want to get into this? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into this. Into our assumptions. So yeah, so for this for the second episode, we kind of this is where we really get into like the uh, I guess like the 1960s because we get uh, a nice little cold opening between uh, both Wanda and Vision where it's like there's some sort of like hijinks they're trying to figure out what kind of noise woke up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing about it was the fact that uh, they were both sleeping in separate beds. Yeah. So I guess in terms of like the 1950s and early 60s, that was something that was, that was depicted in sitcoms was the couple sleeping in different beds. But then at the end, obviously she brings the beds together and then it becomes one bed. It's also to signify that we're in the 60s because in the 60s in sitcoms that's when you know couples start to sleep in the same bed yeah so, was, so you were alive around this time so you have all dude this inf- stop it i'm not there. you have all this information i did not know any of this you know but yeah Nick Maybe grew- i'm just a good researcher bro Nick Maybe grew up with the struggles so no i'm actually a vampire i've been alive since the 1800s Secrets. So, so yeah, so then we get, but then we get this awesome. I know you love this too. This awesome like animated intro that's very much like Bewitched or I Dream a Genie. Mm-hmm. You know where we kind of get like this whole, you know, yeah, the, the little like, anim- WandaVision Wanda yeah, or like Vision. the Jetsons. Yeah, like the, right oh, right. it's like the Jetsons. Right yeah. the Jetsons as well. Yes, but uh, but right off the bat too, like the humor in this was so much different than uh, the humor in the, in the episode before. Right. Uh, Wanda had a little bit more attitude in this one, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Why don't you check it?" You know. Right. So maybe that was also significant of the times so of like yes. maybe women kind of coming into their own. Right. Right, right. Um, so yeah, and then that little that little animated intro with the music, and everything I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I it was it, it was it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, in this episode, um, you know, it's it's Wanda and Vision, and they are basically getting ready to perform a magic act for a community talent show. Mm-hmm. And in this episode uh, as well, we get both Wanda and Vision really interacting with a lot more characters. Obviously, Vision is kind of hanging out with his neighborhood watch crew. And then Wanda is going off with Agnes to meet, I guess, like the wives of the neighborhood for like some sort of like luncheon before they do yeah. this community talent show. Pretty much just doing anything possible to fit in. Yes, exactly, know? exactly. And, uh, you know, as the episode continues on, like Vision accidentally ingests gum, which causes his inside to become a mess, which we get another little nice little animated thing showing the gum turning the gears. And we get drunk vision. And we get drunk vision, which is absolutely hysterical. Paul Bettany crushes this this entire yeah. scene when they do this whole performance. Uh, but the crowd ends up loving it, and they end up winning an award. And uh, you know, the episode basically ends with uh, Wanda uh, magically pregnant, and then the episode turning into color, which is also a nice you know thing that happened in the '60s. With but before that, oh, before that, dude, there's so much there's so much crazy shit that that goes on here. So uh, you know, in terms of, like the weird shit that happens. Uh, earlier in the episode, Wanda finds a plane in the bushes. It's a helicopter, bro. This is a chopper! Uh, yes, no, it is, it is, it's a, it's a chopper. And, um, uh, I immediately thought of, like, Pleasantville. 
you know, yes. seeing like, like that little color. And I've had I've had Pleasantville in my mind about this since we saw the trailer. Yes. You know, I've pretty much been thinking about Pleasantville for a long time. But once again, we get the Sword logo. Yes, we do. Because at first, I remember when we first saw the Sword logo, I wasn't sure if it was like Serpent Society. Right, Because right. I saw like the snakes. Yes. Um, and then, obviously, when we see it again, it's, it's very clear that, it's, that it was Sword. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Uh, Iron Man colors. Well, I was gonna say, is it is it Iron Man colors or is it or is that purple and not red? I thought it was like Vision colors. That was definitely like. I, I oh was, my I, god! Is this like is this the dress thing oh, all over no, again? Is it blue and gold or where the fuck yeah, that dress yeah, yeah. was? Wow! I saw like I saw that. You saw that? Yes. Oh, dude, I, I totally saw. Vision I saw colors. that in like yellow. Maybe it's maybe it's like what I wanted to see. Maybe it's one of those situations. Oh my god. We should put it up. We like, should post what, it. Like, what color? Yeah. You guys see Iron Man colors? Or do you see Vision colors? We're definitely doing that. Okay. okay. We're definitely doing that. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like the first like little like weird indication because like it's almost like, and I saw people speculating as to what exactly is going on because we almost hear like, we hear a noise, like Wanda notices the noise and then we yeah, should like she sees the plane in, yeah. or the, the chopper in the bushes and people were like, is it like a an Ant Man kind of technology where the it's 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 a real helicopter, but it got shrunk down? Oh, and it's a like and right. It fell. What's possibly happening? Mm-hmm. Like, did this somehow break into her illusion? That's why, man. There's there's so much that we don't know. I like the Ant Man theory. I like the Ant Man theory. Yeah, too. because if she's being sort of um held captured in some sort of like um some sort of like little bubble. Yes. Because remember in the preview, we see Monica Rambeau kind of get blasted out of like a bubble. Oh, that's true. So if she is kind of being kept in a sort of like little sort of like alternate reality bubble and a sword plane was flying over by and it shrunk and fell, yeah. that could be like a, that, the that thud she, that she hears. That she could very well be. Mm. So I like that theory. Um, but yeah, that was really, that was really cool to see. And um, kind of going back to drunk vision, uh, I guess it's sort of. I guess I don't know if this is true, but maybe a little nod to like, oh, when the guys hang out, the man always comes back drunk. Yes, you know? yes, exactly. So, we were like, we were playing, we were playing shoe horses. We were playing shoe horses. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was just playing with his shoes. So like, of course, like the women are the responsible ones. Go out, have like their tea time. Maybe there's something in mimosas, but the dudes go out, you know, bullshit, yep. shoot the shit, and uh, get drunk. <laughs> and then the one line when he's like, um, "Norm's a communist." Oh yeah, <laughs> because you almost imagine that he kind of wants to fit in. Yeah. So he's like, "All right, what gossip can I share?" So him being a computer, he probably like knew that I'm banking that Norm is a communist. Well, that's why. Like, I'm wondering like if later episodes gonna play out that Norm's actually like some sort of like spy. Yeah. In the whole thing. I 100 yeah. think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I think just him being again, like I said, a computer and knowing shit he probably like he just looked to norm who's the closest person is like what's a secret of him right of his that i can share to kind of make people laugh mm-hmm. and because everyone else is sharing gossip right right that's actually a really and, good point but yeah. not really like but not really noticing it because again right. you know he's not human so for him to just like sh- like pull this kind of fact out like oh that's a deep secret so i'm going to share it to make everyone laugh right and it worked yeah but i'm 100 percent banking that norm actually is some sort of spy some sort or of spy there's or something th- yeah there's something there <laughs> that you know vision just kind of like accidentally leaked out in in order to try to fit in right right uh yeah and then in terms of um you know because you mentioned monica rambeau uh she's she's in this episode but mm-hmm. she's playing a character named uh geraldine um and it has me thinking too like if you guys know monica rambeau she's uh uh, I, f- I forget the character's name in Captain Marvel, who her mom is. Like what? She's, uh, pro, not Proton. Uh, Google. A few moments later. So we're back. Yeah. Uh, I said Proton, it was Photon. Photon, so I was right. close. Right, but her mom is Maria Rambo. Her, her mom is, uh, is it Maria or Marie? Uh, oh, it is Maria. Maria, Maria Rambo, yeah. So we saw her in the Captain Marvel movie. Yes. And we saw little Monica Rambo in the Captain Marvel movie. So right. that's... 
stupid scene when she's picking the colors. <laughs> just makes a dumb scene. Um, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, that uh, that little girl kind of we assume grows up to be uh, the one who get in the show. Right, right, and uh, this this is where. Like, because obviously, like, we're in some sort of, you know, and we'll also get more into this. We're in some sort of Wanda illusion, I think. But we Delusions. don't know. Delusions! Uh, but we don't know the extent of it. We don't know where she is currently, like, what they're in. But obviously, you know, Geraldine, a.k.a. Monica Rambeau, is a real person. Mm -hmm. and But she's here. You know what I mean? So, so I'm saying we see her get blasted out of it. So right. So there's something more going on, and, right. and these people may may not just be fake. I think I think a lot of these are also real people as well. Like it's yeah. not just all one one giant like illusion. Well, do you know what House of M is? Uh, I've actually I've I've been reading up on House of M, but I okay. never read House of M. I know okay. it deals with like Wanda. She has like a mental breakdown because she loses her kids, and she yeah. basically creates this false reality to bring them back. Which is just yeah. Yeah. So maybe after. Um, Maybe after everything goes back to normal. And then she also has that really that little line in Endgame when she's like, we will see them again. Yeah. Like, we will. So I don't know, maybe she's just like, at this point, she's already lost her brother. She's lost vision. Um, been through a lot. She's been through, she's been a, through a lot, lot. <laughs> right? So lost her whole family. So maybe, you know, maybe this is her kind of just um, kind of had enough, went through a little breakdown, and now it's creating this this reality. Uh, because we also get the the voice through the radio, like Wanda, who's doing this to you? Who's doing this to you? Yeah, man, that's 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 because that kind so... of like that that leans that speculates that someone's doing it to her, right? And not and it's not voluntarily, but then at the end we she, see she has she has control, she has some right. sort of control. So over this. there's yeah. a little there's like some I've said that I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so let's definitely get into this then. So you know I've been seeing people online saying that. Uh, the overall, like, even though Catherine Hahn might be playing, uh, you know, this this witch character, and she might be like the main villain of the series, that there's somebody behind the scenes pulling the strings, and people have been speculating that's Mephisto. Oof. So, Martin, who is Mephisto? Mephisto is a demon. Yeah, he's also known as like Lucifer or Devil. Like, fun fact, he's actually made a cinematic appearance before in the Ghost Rider movies. <laughs> oh, he's in the Ghost Rider movies. Oh, I didn't even so, know like, that. The, so, Kieran Hans and what's the? I think it's uh, Ryan Fonda. They, oh, Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the devil. Yeah. Was also known as Mephisto. In, oh yeah. shit. So, but uh, he's mostly. I think um, he he. I mean, he's got he's got a pretty interesting history. Like I said, he's a devil. He he can manipulate people. He's a he can like shape shift. He can right. like he can influence people. So, uh, and he's been kind of been pushed as um as like an impossible Doctor Strange villain because of the of the uh. The multiverse, the multiverse, like events. the dark, like yeah, the, yeah. the like the dark um, Ooh, verse. This, this, so. this, this this could be really like playing into the Doctor Strange, right? Because movie. he mostly exists in his own realm. Okay, you know, so he can definitely break into like our realm and like influence people, whatever. But if his physical being is like destroyed on this realm, yeah, then he just gets reverted back to his. Interesting. So if, if you know, we're already experiencing the whole notion of like different multiverses and whatnot. So this could be a good spot for him to uh to pop in because I remember Feige said that this was going to lead into Doctor Strange. Right. You know, with Wanda being in Doctor Strange right. as well. Right, so if the Doctor Strange in a multiverse of madness and, you know, you have essentially Mephisto here pulling strings, like influencing people, kind of taking over the bodies and whatnot, uh, and that leading straight, like that, like maybe if he is affecting Wanda in some sense, then that could possibly 
go straight into Doctor Strange. Interesting. Yeah, and we know that Wanda's going to be in Doctor Strange. Right, so. right. Yeah, she's going to be in Doctor Strange. And Paul Bettany also did like an interview, and I think he said that there's going to be um, a special appearance by somebody. Obviously, he's not going to say who, but I, I'm banking that we're going to see Cumberbatch pop up maybe in like the last episode to, to really kind of lead into the Absolutely. The, the movie. I 100% think, think that as well, too, because um, that to me just makes perfect sense. But like we said, someone was saying who's doing this to you. We don't really know what. Um, if we assume that sword right now is sort of like um, we can say we can kind of make the assumption that sword is like the new shield. Yes. Maybe they're trying to like build themselves back up after shield collapse. Right. Um, and obviously the voice that we hear is Jimmy Woo, who's played by Randall Park. It sounds like it's, him. it sounds like it's, it sounds him, like him. And we yeah. know he's going to be on the series. So maybe he's yeah. working with sword, uh, you know, like an FBI agent who has um, experience with the MCU characters like let's right, bring right. them on here it's kind of like uh, Martin Freeman in Black Panther exactly yeah, and yeah. same thing with Kat Dennings like mm-hmm, she right. Kat, yeah she's she, in this too she knows a lot of shit with Thor so it, we, you know they could kind of re- rewrite it so that S.W.O.R.D. is this new sort of organization and they're bringing in people who have had experiences with these um, beings this, su- this superhero right, so to speak right. um, Kat Dennings can share her experience he can share his uh, but that's the part that was interesting because it seems like they're trying to help her but um, it seems like someone is doing this to her, but at the same time, she has clear control. Right. Well, because we, all right. So we'll, we'll we'll jump into that real quick. So at mm-hmm. the end of the episode, you know, after they find that that, that Wanda's pregnant, before the episode actually ends, they hear another noise, and when they go outside to investigate, they see this like beekeeper yeah. come out of the of the sewer vent, and, and as soon as Wanda like yeah sees him, she's like no, and then she re- she reverses. She the knows episode. what she knows what it what it it meant something maybe it meant right, like oh right. we pull you out of this you know. Well, so I I did I actually did some half ass research on this if there was any sort of like beekeeper villain in mm-hmm. in the comics, and there really isn't. But what it could be is it could be um, reference to uh, AIM, you know the organization. AIM. Oh yeah, that uh, Gideon, not Gideon. <laughs> Gideon's G-Man! <laughs> Gideon's here? Where? That geeky guy next to your girlfriend. That's Gideon? Gideon is G-Man? <laughs> Not Gideon. Um, a guy appears his name. What's his name? Oh, uh... Is it Gillian? Gillian. Gillian, yes. Gillian, yes. I am the Mandarin! Gillian. It's close enough. <laughs> it's, it's, we'll, get, we'll get the G-Man reference in there. And Gideon's always like on my mind. But uh, but yes, uh, that was like the that was the very first like the beginning of AIM, and I believe AIM also came back in at some point. Oh, it might have. Yeah. Like oh, I'm trying, to, I can't really recall right now, but I'm pretty sure they came back in at some point, like in one of the recent films. Right. Or well, maybe it's a comic book. That or maybe this. Maybe it's a comic maybe book. Maybe I'm mixing well, up my comic book and my movies. The uh, the interesting thing too is I was saying uh, as I was reading up on it, they said that a lot of the AIM members wore like these yellow jumpsuits with beekeeper hel- like it looks like beekeeper helmets mm-hmm. is what they wear. So like what their their getup kind of looks like what this guy was wearing even though it was white and on the back of his jacket was i think the sword again right so i wonder if this is aim because aim apparently was created by hydra in the comics aim is kind of like an offshoot of hydra mm-hmm. so i wonder if this whole sword versus aim thing is kind of just an offshoot of shield versus hydra just but re- in the mcu kind of was redone. created by gillian in the mcu was created oh by that's gillian. right yeah true, true. so, so but gillian they... obviously was a bad person right so i mean unless they want to like insert him into also being part I mean, of Hydra yeah, at some I don't, point, which they could I don't do. think, uh, it's like we said, I don't think the, 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 the original founding of, the original way of how S.W.O.R.D. was founded yeah. clearly is not going to be the way that it was founded in the MCU. True. Because, like, you know, you can't really deal with X-Men and everything. Right, right. So um, you can have it like as, as a, maybe like an, a, a much later subdivision of S.H.I.E.L.D. that was like in development when S.H.I.E.L.D. fell. True. That's why I said, and then it'll come up and then, who knows? But um, if we kind of go off the notion that it, that it is AIM, then AIM was essentially being 
led by a villain. Right. So then we can have the idea that maybe, you know, so I don't know. Regardless, we don't really have much to go off of. All we can do is speculate. But yes, my thing is that it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I would think so, too. And then also the fact going back to uh, um, what you call um, Mephisto, the character of Dottie. Now, I don't know if Dottie is a real person or if she's just an illusion in the in the in this whole cog of the machine. But uh, there's speculation that she might be Mephisto in disguise, mm-hmm. because when Catherine Hahn is describing who Dottie is, she mentions that uh, I think it was it, there's there's a line of dialogue where Wanda goes, the devil's in the details. Oh, the devil's in the details, Bev. That's not the only place he is. But, you know, there's a lot of references to her being the devil. And then obviously when she breaks the glass, when she's listening to that broadcast, she's bleeding red. Obviously, that doesn't mean that she's the devil, but just, <laughs> just, just, just the fact that the, that, the, <laughs> that, the, that the color is being red. You know what I mean? Right. Just there's there's little just hints here and there that it might she might be, you know, this character in disguise. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that that would be cool if we get some sort of like big reveal transformation at the end. Right. Um, which then will show us who's playing Mephisto. Right. Because if, if it is Mephisto, they clearly have someone already casted. Right. And Mephisto's a pretty major villain. Yeah. Um, for the people who have read Infinity Gauntlet, he essentially assists Thanos in the original Infinity Gauntlet and right. getting all the stones and everything. He was like kind of like a servant. So um, so Thanos is... Uh, not Thanos. Mephisto is a really cool villain. He's a really cool-looking villain, too. He is cool. He looks like the demon from uh, Insidious. A little bit, yes. Like, it kind of has a little bit of vibe yeah, to him. Yeah, with, like, with more kind of crazier hair. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Like, um, uh, but yes, uh, I, w- I would I would really love to see kind of Mephisto, um, like the true version, not yeah, right, like right. the Ghost Rider, <laughs> not the Ghost Rider version. yeah, but like the true version kind of come in, and it, it all makes sense. Yes, every the way, with you know the ties into what Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness could be, it all makes sense for Mephisto to be the main villain. So I would love it if towards the end we get some sort of like transformation, big reveal of like Dottie into Mephisto. That would yeah, be fucking that would awesome. be fucking awesome. But uh. But to kind of reiterate what I was saying, I think it's a little bit of like Inception too, where like my theory right now is that Wanda was in a way captured. She was captured and people are trying to, whether it's sword or aim, I think people are trying to draw information from her mind. Right. And in order to kind of, um, and, and when she got captured, they sort of created this sort of like illusion that, you know, she was like happy and whatnot so they can get so they can retrieve information right however wanda obviously being as powerful wanda is the most powerful avenger like, right i don't care what anyone says because well, she's basically the mind stone she's right? a, yeah she's yeah. she's part she's part infinity stone. right um so she probably might have realized what was going on you know and that little no what that she says to the beekeeper is kind of her protecting herself kind right of thing. Okay. and um but she's also kind of keeping this whole this whole fake reality in play like right she got captured they created a fake reality to kind of pull information from it she realized it however she is happy in this fake reality so she's kind of going along with it right right but simultaneously sort of protecting herself mm-hmm. that's kind of like what i think is happening yeah i mean I, I would i would agree with you that's that's a pretty good assumption because mm-hmm. like and, and that's the thing like i love i love that that they've really shrouded these two episodes in secrecy and like it's just a big mystery right you know what i mean because like i like that we can now speculate about it and obviously we'll get answers going forward but i think this is the fun of it you know what i yeah. mean is i think it's like it's inception meets mcu yeah, I love it. yeah, I love pretty it. much people trying to break in, yes. steal shit. Yes, she's got her defense system, you know. Right, but right. She's Wanda. She's, yeah, she's Wanda. <laughs> you know, she, she's fine. She, she's like, you're gonna come try and steal shit. No, but, but originally in like, for example, in the trailer, um, 
the the scene in the first episode when he's like, "Where are you from? Why don't you have kids?" He's like, "Where?" Like he's, I believe he's saying like, "Where?" or like, "Why?" or something. Uh, yeah, it's 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 one of the one of the yeah, uh, but yeah. that's not what happened in the episode. No, obviously, he, as soon as he's about to go into it, he starts like choking. Yeah, yeah, so like that's something that also kind of led me to believe that like they want to know like where she's from, like where she got her powers. So, like maybe right, like right. I definitely think there's people in here in this fake reality that are trying to like gain something from it and i think she's kind of like a little bit ahead of it but mm-hmm. she's simultaneously kind of keeping going along with it just so she can be happy with vision yeah yeah i mean that's, i would i would definitely agree that's a really good point and um that's that's part of too why you know like like i really did like these first two episodes i've seen some people complaining online obviously because you know kids these days have no patience and they can't wait for the stories to play out uh you know it's the, like i'm not saying this is the greatest thing since sliced bread but i do love just the fact that we are back in the MCU and we've got this like kind of mystery to unfold, and mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to the next episode. Like I'm, I'm in. I'm yeah, so locked in. Me too. This. I'm, ex- I'm very, I'm like, I'm pumped, and I'm excited to see for sure where this goes. And like, we almost are sure, like 100 percent sure that like the last maybe two or three episodes are gonna be bonkers. I think so too. I think it's gonna yeah, be yeah, crazy. Yes. I think it's gonna be like very cinematic. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like almost like a similar to like Mando it's going to be like movie quality broken up into parts that are going to essentially lead into another film right because also too like I feel like that at some point this illusion is going to break and we're mm-hmm. going to be in the real world again and if we get like uh, if we get like a traumatized or like damaged Wanda yeah. like a mad Wanda right. like that's fucking dangerous that's scary yeah so <laughs> so there's I'm, I'm really excited to see where this goes and like I'm I'm like um, I'm hoping that it is Mephisto. I if think it's I not, too, man. if it's not, then that's fine. Yeah. But all the sort of, uh, we're back, we're back, people. Metaphors. Metaphors. I don't know. All, all the all, cards all the, are on the table. All the cards are on table. Um, you know, it, it also feels like everything's kind of falling into place in terms of like yeah. when you start connecting these characters to who they're connected to. From pure assumption. From just pure assumption, yeah. but it, but it, it all feels like it fits and it makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? Exactly. So if they did go this route with all the stuff that we're speculating. It's it's all there. It's yeah. it's the cards the cards are on the table. Cards are on the table. <laughs> Metaphor. Metaphor. I'm excited. All right, I got one more thing I got to ask you before we wrap this up. And mm-hmm. we were debating this a little bit. Is Vision still alive? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't See, think, because I because I because I, I think a part of him is no, right. So in that sense, yes. Because okay. we got to remember back to Infinity War. Like he says, uh, Bruce says, like all like it is part Mindstone, but there's also a whole bunch of stuff. It's also part Ultron, part Jarvis. There's a whole bunch of Vision. In the stone itself. So right. just because a stone is destroyed doesn't mean the vision is destroyed. And we also see Shuri essentially separating a whole bunch of shit. Right. So she could have separated enough of sort of visions, um, like mind that he's still somewhat that he's intact. still yeah that he's like on a hard drive somewhere. Right. Well, that, and, that was that was high look because Vision's basically a computer, and obviously yeah. in these in these first two episodes they have fun with, you know, calling him a computer, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, it's it's like the stone was almost like his his power source, like his plug in to, to you know to, to power up the whole part. Right. Of him. Just because the plug gets taken away doesn't mean you know the hard drive information is lost. And now with Wakanda and their advanced technologies, I'm sure right. they did something. However, I do think that that I do think he's alive somewhere, like not himself, but like his like we said, his sort of a uh, hard drive. Well, going back to the whole like Inception theory that we had, like I do wonder if uh, Vision was is being used by Sword to help break Wanda out of this reality that she's in. Like, I wonder if they plugged him in somewhere mm-hmm. to wherever she is. And this just, like, See, total, that would this, this be, total that would be the opposite, though. Because I guess that would be opposite. If you're because, plugging because him why in would there, it start with, yeah, right, yeah. If you're plugging mm-hmm. him in there, then you're doing that to make her happy. That's what I'm saying. That right. would make sense. Because that, okay, theory, like, theoretically, yeah, yeah. 
that could have been like on their mind they're like oh we're gonna plug in vision because it's like her lover mm -hmm. and we'll make her happy so she can like break and give a shit right however that happened she was like okay i am happy but i know what the fuck you're up to so right I'm not so gonna, no no yeah i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping this guy exactly you can fuck off exactly yeah. i yeah, think yeah. it's a little bit of both okay and i think we're obviously going to get more answers but um but i do think that that vision that we're seeing right now is not actually there i do think it's part of like the fabric fake reality that's being created around her cool yeah and then maybe down the road we'll get like west coast um avengers vision the oh black, right right the yeah like the, the black and white which would be cool right. i would yeah. like to see vision come that, back. that's like a whole nother group of like superheroes that that we can possibly get down the line but right well i, I also like i also had the the speculation too that you know because and obviously you know marvel's marvel could absolutely be hiding this i have, I have no reason to believe this but you know, this might be the last time that we actually see Vision in the MCU because mm -hmm. Paul Bettany is, I don't know if he, what kind of contract he has, if he's, he obviously he's not meant to appear anywhere else. And like I said, that could obviously change with ease, you know what I mean? But like, I could see the end of the series being like where Wanda has to yet again say goodbye to Vision. You right. know what I mean? So that, that could definitely be a possibility that he's not coming back after this. I think we're going to get him back. You think so? I think so. And, yeah. I, and I think this is going to play a big role in it. I think, I think so too. Not, <laughs> only is, um, not only could this lead on how on how we can get him back, mm -hmm. um, but they already playing the seeds in, in Infinity War, like we said. Right. Um, everything we just speculated in regards to Vision, he's a hard drive. You can make a new body and then just put him in there. Right. A new robot body. And I think this is going to get people excited for Vision. Well, because Paul Benny's just fucking yeah, awesome. He's, he's so, so good. Yeah, like, he's these, really these good. two episodes alone are just so good. Like, how yeah. do you not want to see more of this character? Right, right. And how do you not want to see more of like the, the WandaVision romance and right. their storyline keep, keep yeah growing so i definitely think it's gonna i definitely think we're gonna get him back at some point in some shape way or form but fun fact paul benny is the only mcu actor to pour, to be an mcu in three decades he was in 2008 with jarvis oh shit and all the 2010s wow and now, in the 2020s, and now 20s, he's 21. the first actor he's the first one mm -hmm. and he's probably gonna be the only uh... uh not unless robert down jr comes back that's really that's the only, that's that's he's, he's the only, only one, one, right? Yeah. He's the only guy that, could, that yeah. possibly could. Or, no, not even. Yeah, because... No, Cap actually, no, I could. If they bring back Thunderbolt Ross, he's he's probably the only other one. Which they was, are. He was in Incredible Hulk. He was in Civil War. He's going to be in Black Widow. He was in Black Widow, right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, him, but as of now, he's the first one. That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. Good for him. A little fun fact. Good for him. Uh, all right, Nerds Nation, that does it for us. So, yeah. So, this is uh, our WandaVision recap series that we're kind of continuing over from what we did for The Mandalorian. Uh, we're going to drop these every Wednesday before the episode premieres on a Friday. So, uh, make sure you guys come back every Wednesday to come check it out. Uh, have you guys seen WandaVision yet? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Uh, is there any Easter eggs that we were talking about that you picked up on that we didn't? Uh, comment. Let us know. And, uh, you know, as always, man, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube page. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you can see that big, beautiful FN logo. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Martin, before we leave? Nope. Did you see Iron Man colors or Vision colors? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Did you see Iron Man colors or Vision Which colors? colors did in you that see? chopper. In the chopper. <laughs> in the chopper. Yes. All right, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye.